Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast, the Chris Tabbitt podcast. I'm in the car, so I'm recording this while driving, but um, today I want to talk about the school system, the university system, and how it's it's pretty broken, to tell you the truth. I mean, you know, the way that we're sold university degrees and the big the big dream of graduating from high school with high grades and getting into a degree that we want or we think we want. Um, you know, I'll start off by saying degrees aren't cheap. I have a business degree and that cost about costs about close to $30,000. And uh, now I'm back at university doing a double degree in psychology and neuroscience. And that's even more expensive. They've just increased the prices of, of psychology. Psychology subjects, they're like, they've gone from $800 a subject to $1,800 a subject just this year. Or, or last year, I think it was, and it's just it's just really, really expensive. Now, there's a lot of utility in a university degree. Don't get me wrong. In order to get into a lot of career paths, you need a degree. You need the credentials. I mean, in terms of business, I don't think you need a degree if you want to be an entrepreneur. You definitely don't need a degree. You need street smarts, above all else, sales skills. The two biggest personality predictors of an entrepreneur is high in extroversion and low in neuroticism. And you can kind of understand why you'd want to be low in neuroticism because entrepreneurship is very, very unpredictable. There's a lot of uncertainty. You have to be willing to take a lot of risk and if you're too neurotic too anxious it's just going to be it's it's going to be a huge burden on you always taking these risks and always dealing with ambiguity and uncertainty and then on the other side I, I mentioned being really high in extroversion which is also kind of self-explanatory you know being a salesperson, being extroverted, being able to network, these are really important skills if you want to be an entrepreneur and extroverts happen to be the best with networking and selling. But anyways, I'll get back to the whole university and the school system and all that stuff. I think it's wrong how... Kids are sold this big dream of university jobs, you know, graduate, do your HSC, get good grades, get a de- get into a degree that you want, go and get a job. Something huge, like 75% of people who graduate from university with a degree don't end up in a field that's relevant to the degree they did, which... 
can, can you then can you say from that that the degree was a waste of time well not completely i mean you do learn a lot of things when you're at university you pick up social skills you have a good experience you learn a bit of discipline on study and and routine and organizing yourself although you know you could get that same sort of experience and build those same kind of soft skills by getting into a job instead of going to university. So it's not a complete waste of time doing a university degree and then getting a job that's not relevant to the degree you did. I wouldn't, I wouldn't conclude that the degree was a complete waste of time, but it's also not necessary considering that you're paying you know, upwards of $30,000 and this is this is the flaw in the system this is the flaw in the system now you're encouraging kids at the age of 17 18 years old to choose a degree all right if the degrees were worth you know $5000 or even if they were for free like back in the day but they're not they're worth tens of thousands of dollars, close to a house deposit if you know if you want to get real technical about it. But we're encouraging these young kids to sign up to degrees worth upwards of thirty thousand dollars. And they don't really you know you don't really know what you want to do at the age of eighteen. So we're putting the we're placing this burden on them to hurry up and decide what degree you want to do placing that burden on an 18 year old kid when they don't even know themselves probably so how are they meant to make an educated decision as to what degree to do when they don't even know themselves properly you don't know yourself properly at 18 you don't know who you are you're still trying to establish yourself and your identity in the world at the age of 18. And so the likelihood of an 18-year-old making a decision on what degree to do and actually sticking through that and then getting a, getting a job in a relevant field upon completion is very low. And the statistics say that. We, we can establish that with the current statistics. 75% of people who graduate from uni get into fields that are unrelated to the field which they studied at university. And so you have all these 18-year-olds going through degrees, getting their degrees, graduating, and they've got all this debt. Uh, in America, the, you know, they have to borrow money from the bank. Here in Australia, it's a bit different. We have our government lend us money and we don't have to pay that back until we're earning above a certain threshold however we still have to pay it back and you know we're selling these degrees to kids they're going through they're they're doing all these all these degrees they don't even know I'm, I'm telling you half of them don't even know why they're there and why they're doing what they're doing as a mature age student i i have a firmer grasp on why I'm there and what I'm doing although during my first degree I didn't really know what I was doing I just got into a degree because I thought that's what you got to do you know I got the grades 
I got good grades at school and I got accepted into a university and I thought, okay, I'm just going to do it because everyone else is kind of doing it and I can do it. You know, I was lucky enough to, to get good grades and to be accepted into a university. And so I thought, all right, I'm just going to go ahead with it. And I can tell you those first couple of years at university, it took me six years to finish a three-year degree. And I can tell you, I those first two or three years, I just did not care. Like, I failed a whole year, I'd say. I failed my, my whole first semester uh, and my second semester in my first year because I simply, I didn't care. Like, I was just there because I thought I had to be there. I thought, you know, you finish your HSC, now it's uni. And I was just kind of going through those motions. And this was, a, this was during a time where I hadn't yet established who I was. And I hadn't established my identity and my purpose and what I wanted to do in my life. So I'm just going through the motions. I'm just following that script. And little did I know... I'm accruing all this debt that eventually I'm going to have to pay off. But you don't think about that as an 18-year-old because you have your mind on other things. You have your mind on establishing yourself in, in, in your social networks with your peers and just partying and traveling and finding yourself, finding yourself in, the, in this new world of, of the adult world. You're not thinking about university. You're not thinking about your, really, you're not thinking about your future, you know, it might cross your mind every now and then, but, you know, it's just not on an 18-year-old's mind. So, you accrue all this debt, only to go through all the motions and, you know, graduate and get that job, and I can tell you, going, you know, based off the stats and based off my own personal experience... You get into those graduate roles and you end up hating it. I remember my graduate job, my first graduate job was in finance. Um, I, originally, I originally started my business degree because I thought I was going to be an accountant. And, you know, as soon as I got into university and started doing accounting subjects, I just, I, I didn't like it at all. I just, I, it was just, it just didn't click with me. And so I chose finance, sort of an arbitrary decision. I thought, oh, you know, as a kid, I wanted to be an accountant because my uncle was an accountant. And I saw that he, <laughs> I saw that he was doing well for himself financially. And so I made the decision, I wanted to be an accountant. And then once I started studying the accounting content, I just I realized, no, like I don't want to be an accountant. So I kind of just switched to finance because I, I, didn't, I didn't really know what finance was, but I thought, oh, finance, accounting, kind of related, finance, money, I can make money, blah, blah, blah. That was my. That was just my thinking as an as an eighteen year old. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking. Oh, what am I going to enjoy? What am I going to? What, what's going to provide me with meaning and purpose? 
you know, what, what are my personality traits and what are my interests and what are my cognitive capabilities? What are my cognitive strengths? You know, like some people are talented accountants. Some people are talented marketers. Some people are talented artists. Some people are talented entrepreneurs. You know, like everyone has different different capabilities and different personalities and different ways of thinking. So like, you don't know that at 18, uh, let alone knowing what your own characteristics are. So I remember back to my graduate position, I you know, got into that graduate position in finance and I came in all enthusiastic mainly because I finally finished that degree that took me so long to do or felt like it took so long to do mainly because I just I didn't care those first couple of years and and I put it off and it just took me longer than what it needed to but you know that's what it was and came in enthusiastic I was finally graduated I didn't really didn't care that much about the money um the the, the 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 money was quite average or maybe a bit it was actually a bit higher than the average graduate being in finance you get paid a little bit more but um that's no it wasn't something that I paid attention to I was I was excited just for the novelty of it you know I got to finally dress in suits and commute to the city and Friday night drinks and you know all of all of that stuff it wasn't had nothing really do to do with the money and I ended up just being miserable in that job like the work I was doing I just I just didn't I just didn't like it was it was paperwork and and that was that's the position you got to start off in you know at the bottom um, but it wasn't even enough for me to look at the senior people of the company and say you know what let's just push through these you know starting at the bottom push through all this work that you don't like because one day you're going to be there like it wasn't even enough for me to sit there and and look at them and, and and say that and be motivated because I just I ended up hating the whole corporate environment like the whole lifestyle the whole being in an office every day and being tied down I felt like I had no autonomy. You have to turn up every day at the same time and you have to, you know, you have to stay back and you got to sit at the same desk every day and there was no creativity. There was no creativity and, and this is before I was 24 or 25 at the time and I knew that I was a creative person but I didn't know or I didn't believe that a creative person had really much opportunity in, in in the workforce. I thought you got you had to be like an artist, or you know you had to really be really really lucky as a creative person to make a career out of your creativity. And so day in day out, I wasn't using any of my creativity. It was just all number crunching and paperwork, and yeah, I was just I was just miserable. I felt suffocated, and I felt oppressed in a way and that's the thing like going back to 
kids choosing degrees and all this stuff, you, you, you don't know who you are to, in order to make a good decision about what you want to do. If in your career, in a degree, which is the precursor to a career, you don't know, you don't know it enough. That's why I advise kids who are doing the HSC to just firstly not worry about the HSC and don't put pressure on yourself in regards to the HSC because I think that's broken as well. Like this whole, this, the, the whole way in which we learn, how we have to, we force people to memorize facts and, you know, that first degree I did, I can tell you now, because I wasn't completely 100% interested in the content, all I did the whole time was rote learn. Like, it was just memorizing facts and figures and all that, just so I could pass an exam. Once that exam was over, I just forgot about all of the information that I, that I had to learn. And that's not a way to encourage kids to learn. Like, we're testing kids and measuring their, their test performance, and... I just think that's broken as well. Like, comprehension and memorizing uh, just so you can pass an exam. Uh, uh, what about deep learning? What about learning for a proper understanding of something? And I believe you don't really... You don't... Re people are in, I believe people, people are enthusiastic learners... But they have to find their niche. You know, it's just it's just like it's just like with love. You know, you you're capable, everyone's capable of love, but they gotta find that person who they can show that love to. It's, they, they, you, you know, you're not you're not compatible with, with every single person on earth. You gotta find that one person in order to bring that love out. And that's the same as learning. I believe everyone is a enthusiastic learner, but they got to find their their niche. And I don't think signing up to a university degree straight after school or HSC is an effective way of finding that niche. It's an expensive and costly way of finding your niche. What I think is we should use these resources. Kids these days should use the resources that we have on the internet. We have education is being democratized now where you have some of the best universities who are putting out some of their content online for free for people to use. We have so much free information out there now, free education out there now, and information and education information has become democratized like a poor person in a village somewhere in Africa can now access information education you know the president of America 30 years ago didn't have as much information access to information as what we do now like it's just it's unbelievable and so I believe we should use those resources online to when a kid comes out of school let them go and explore the world. Let them go and do what they want. Let them travel. Let them learn about who they are and what they want from life. And let them explore the internet. 
and delve into all their intellectual curiosities and let them do that for a few years. And then, because once you reach the age of 21, you're a mature age student and you can get into any degree you want. So this notion that HSE is like a, like a big pinnacle of, of, you know, student life and you must score high in order to get into the degree you want. That's just puts unnecessary pressure on kids. So, you know, stuff the HSE. You know, if you're not 100% on what you want to do, don't just go into a degree just because you think that's the right thing to do and, you know, oh, what else am I going to do, blah, blah, blah. No, don't just sign up to a degree for that because you're going to put yourself in a lot of debt and you're going to be studying something that you're not 100% on. So get out of school, go and travel, go and party, go and relax, go and go and do what, do what you need to do in order to find out who you are and what you want from life. And hey, you might decide study's not for me and that's fine. Go and get a trade or go and become a content creator or j- just go learn about yourself and what you want and what you find to be interesting and what makes you happy. If you want to get into a degree, then at the age of 21, you're more educated, you have more self-awareness and you have a better idea or better understanding of yourself and a better idea as to what sparks your interest intellectually. And that's when you can sign up for a degree. That's when you can make that commitment of three years, four years, five years of hard intellectual work because that's what it is. It's a commitment. It's heavy intellectual work, a university degree. So when I say it's very costly, it's costly with money and energy and time. So don't go into a degree, don't go committing before you really know what you want to do. And I believe at 21, you have a better idea as to what that is. And now, in the off chance, you're one of those people who are 18, coming fresh out of school, HSC, and you know exactly what you want to do. You have a calling to be a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, whatever it is, then go for it. You know, you'll know, go for it. But for the rest, take your time. Take your time, explore yourself, and do the necessary work to find out who you are and what you want. Some people have better work ethic than others. Let's not, let's not lie about that or, or hide the truth about that. So find out where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are, and then decide on a path. It's not for everyone to degree. And be okay if you're one of those people, you find out the degree is not for you. Be okay with that. There are still many, many ways of being successful without a degree. I would argue even these days, a degree, a degree is a, it can be a detriment. You got companies like Google and Apple and Microsoft who are actually high. They don't want people with degrees anymore. And these media companies, they actually don't want people with degrees. They don't want people who are overly qualified in their eyes. 
They want a fresh slate, a blank slate. So don't think that university is your only option. I have so many friends who are very successful, don't have one degree, not a single degree. They're in trades or they're running their own companies or whatever, don't have a degree. So you don't need that degree. So that's my message today and um, I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And I'd like to hear other people's feedback on that. I think it's an important topic that we need to start discussing more often because, you know, these de- student debts are just on the rise and, and uh, you know, I, I feel it myself. You know, I kind of, I don't regret the degree, the business degree I did. Um, but, you know, I kind of, I, w- I just wish I had more insight into myself and what I wanted out of my life before I actually signed up for it, you know. I, I'm sitting on about $60,000 of student debts at the moment and and uh, I'm going to rack up another, not, probably another 30000 by the time I'm done. So that's about $100,000 in debt. And if I had made the decision to sign up to that first degree, my business degree, if I made the decision from an informed place, then I would kind of, I'd have less, I'd be less, I'd be less bothered by it, by the debt itself. But, you know, I was 18 when I made that commitment and it's, you know, I wasn't that informed and, and that bothers me a little bit. And I, 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 w- I don't want that to keep happening. I think it's a big scam. I think it's a big, big scam and I think it's failing a lot of people. So that's my message.